everyone, welcome back to another episode of 10 Minute Marvel. I'm your host, Petter, and joining me as always... Hey everybody, Greg, I'm back. Yes, so this week we're going to be talking um, through some characters, stories that we would like to see turned into Disney Plus shows. Plus, as always, we have some news. I think there's a few pieces of news that are actually fairly interesting to discuss or dig into a little bit more this time. But uh, before we get to all of that, I just want to thank you all for listening. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, please consider subscribing, sharing it with your friends, or leaving a rating and review. You can find the podcast over on iTunes, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So let's start out with uh, the news that Greg won't care about. Uh, board game news. <laughs> I care. Uh, I care. You, you care. You just won't play. Uh, uh, yeah, right on. Yeah. <laughs> actually, you probably played if you had somebody to teach you. True. So. I actually would. I would. I would be totally on board with if if you lived like on my block and you're like, hey, Greg, come over. We're gonna play some games. I'd be like, okay, sweet. Yep. <laughs> It's true. We're in slightly different parts of same cities. Yeah. But um, this is for Marvel Dice Throne. Uh, last week, I talked about how they announced that there were going to be X-Men characters coming to this game. And they have announced the first two. And generally, you get two of them kind of in a box. Or there'll be a box of two, two boxes of two and one box of four. And so I believe one of the boxes of two is going to be Wolverine and Psylocke. So, big name character. Character people aren't as familiar with. I'm excited for it. (laughs) I wish I had something. I just, I don't. I don't get anything in this. Psylocke's cool, though. She's a cool character. Oh, yeah. I don't really understand her fully. I don't understand the sword a lot, but... Yeah. She's a character I want to dig more into her comics um, or storylines involving her. Yeah. So then moving over to the MCU side of things, I kind of clumped this into three different sections. I'm going to go way out of order from how I wrote them. Appreciate that. But uh, Midnight Angels, there's a rumor that besides just having Okoye and Anika in it, the kind of the characters who are the Midnight Angels, that we might be getting Shuri, Nakia, T'Challa's son, Ao, and M'Baku basically making it another Black Panther film. Oh, I did not read that. I didn't know about that one. Yeah. Cool. So, it, I mean, it still would be a Disney Plus show, but I'm like, really? You're going to bring everybody into it? They'll sprinkle it in. I bet you they're going to sprinkle in the Shuri, Nick, Nakia, um, you know, but I think I'm still probably guessing it's going to center around Nakoye and Nakia. Yeah. Or Nakia. Uh, or, uh, not Nakia. Anika. Anika. Yeah. yeah. I would think so. My guess is Shuri will show up just because she's the queen now. Right. Like T'Challa's son, that one surprises me. Yeah. Um, Ao might join, or she might just be a Darmalaje who is, yeah, with Shuri, like the new head or of them or something like that. Who knows? Wait, which which two are together? It's a Ao and and Anika, Anika, right? Yeah. They're okay. They're a thing. I, and, you know, kind of T'Challa's son, I kind of wonder if they just want to introduce him a little bit more. Like, so I could see him having a small part. Yeah, definitely slow rolling uh, that character out, I would think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's then move on to the next piece of news. Um, And we're going to go with uh, Leave Shriver back 
in Deadpool 3 as uh, Sabretooth. And actually, with this announcement, they were kind of rolling back the idea of... um, Sorry, brain fart for a second there. Of uh, Ben Affleck being in there as Daredevil. It sounds like that may no longer be a thing or that was never filmed. Um, It's... Yeah, I'm pretty sure every week we're going to be saying that somebody is rumored to be in Deadpool 3 up until Deadpool 3 releases. Yeah, they could have a bunch of people that they'll have filmed something for probably. Maybe that they don't all make the cut. Mm-hmm. So, although yeah. I'm sure even Ben Affleck would like to like be in that movie. I mean, not for the, so much the glory of being in that movie, but probably just to kill off that character really nicely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just to, like, it's, nail in it's, the coffin for it. Mm-hmm. But it's been so long for that character that it's kind of a moot point. Yeah. It, so yeah. And he was That's never true. part of like the X-Men. So true. It's not well, like as closely tied in. But leave Schreiber. Uh that's cool. You know, I kind of I kinda of like that. I mean, I liked him in the brief moments that he was in. Although yeah. even like the original, who was the original uh Sabretooth? Wasn't he wasn't the original Sabretooth, right? In the X-Men. But then the next two things kind of are around Secret Invade or Secret Wars and uh, Deadpool three. So Secret Wars piece, um, like specific rumor, is that um, Sam Raimi possibly directing Secret Wars. Which I mean, I think we talked about it last week with Doctor Strange three. We're fine with that as long as he just pulls back the Sam Raimi ness, like. 10 to 15 percent yes i feel like that's a that's a perfect amount mm-hmm. like still let him kind of do his thing but just every once in a while get edit being like okay that's a little bit too crazy i don't need especially like, yeah. close-up scream like just give me one if you want to put in like the whole i think that was a thing in in dr strange like it was a close-up and like a, a scream or something like that that they did and it happened like mm-hmm. three times and i know and i noticed it that was the thing it was like i don't know it took me out of the movie yeah and i mean that's very uh evil dead yeah oh yeah yeah. and so then the other piece of rumor and this one i'm gonna say i'm not gonna say it's spoilers ahead i'm just gonna say probably skip ahead three four minutes and we'll be getting to the main topic because this could be fairly uh notable news if it's true it's it's definitely very much a rumor at this point. But the rumors have that Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson have, uh, before the writer's strike, filmed some scenes for uh, Deadpool 3. And that some of the driving plot of Deadpool 3, or at least uh, something that's going to be explained is in Deadpool 3, is that the TVA with like the collapsing multiverse and the incursions are pulling select heroes out of different universes and basically putting them into the battle world the secret wars world and that's like deadpool 3 is going to end probably with deadpool and a wolverine or both ending up on that battle world leading directly into Secret Wars, even though there'll be more things that uh, take place in between. So what do you think about that plot? 
for that idea? Hmm. Um, I, mm, yeah, I have. I'm. I. I mean, I kind of like that. I guess. I'm. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I guess. It. I. I'm just kind of wondering how they're like they're going to pluck out these certain individuals and to toss them into battle world. What gets them to that point? Why are they trying mm-hmm. to save them and put them in this spot? Yeah, Unless it's just for a, a spot to like. Hey, we need to have people we that a... we know that can like a team that can help us figure out how to undo whatever we're whatever. Yeah, the situation. Collapse. Yeah. So yeah. why Deadpool and Wolverine? So uh, I I think I have a reason for why Deadpool and Wolverine that I kind of came up with as we were sitting here is both of them have highly regenerative powers so they can be dropped into any universe in any situation and probably survive they have by far the highest chance out of i mean unless you're going to grab a hulk to be able to survive because they can simply regenerate heal once they're out of that situation or even during that situation, like we see in uh, X3 with Wolverine. So I think that the TVA has pegged them as people who are able to go in and get out who the TVA thinks or who whoever's running the TVA thinks are needed to save the universe, which is then going to set up a battle world where or Secret Wars, where, yeah, yeah, that plan doesn't work out exactly as hoped because some of the most brilliant people, maybe a Kang, maybe a Doctor Doom, aren't exactly team players and would just look to grab control of this world and rule their own kind of universe, everything that's left. So I, th- I kind of like the idea. It's very different potentially than uh the comics but it still holds some of it uh what feels like fairly true to kind of some of the uh themes or feel of the comics i mean it is a kind of a common thread between the two characters so at regenerative ability otherwise they're both kind of i mean they both want to do good they do it in a weird way sometimes so Mm -hmm. uh, i'm kind of wondering what if it's if the it sounds kind of funny, but if the end of the world is enough, right, to convince these guys to work together and work with the TVA, or if they have something that they're promising them, because mm-hmm. I don't know, just like just Wolverine not caring. I mean, caring but yeah. not caring, and Deadpool mm-hmm. just what's in it for me besides yeah. having a planet to go back to, I guess. But yeah, so I wonder if there's any coaxing them into to helping. Yeah, it's like, oh, if you help us, we'll allow this exception to save um x23 and vanessa or something like that yeah gene gray yeah i could see i could definitely see that yeah then that's better i Mm -hmm. yeah i like i said i'm on the fence a little bit but um i think it all just depends on details of other things so it's not that i'm against it i'm just trying to understand how all that would fit together but that's Mm -hmm. your theory makes sense so so then i wanted to toss out this idea too like let's say with the fantastic four that's coming out after the that what would you think about if at the end of the fantastic four they we see wolverine and deadpool show up and basically grab the fantastic four and family and take them to battle world like as a way to be like oh a really obvious tie-in to secret wars coming up Mm. and it might not be the fantastic four but in 
some other uh, movie or show. Like just popping in and grabbing grabbing them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, popping in and grabbing somebody. I mean, that's kind of cool. I think it would have to be, I don't know if I want it to be the Fantastic Four necessarily. I feel like that would be something where I need Reed Richards and crew to kind of just figure yeah. that out and go to that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it'd be more like, uh, who would it, who's a, going through characters here? A Thor, if there's another Thor movie or uh, yeah. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Yeah. But, or even having them try to get the Hulk. That'd be funny. Um, yeah. Kind of like the idea of Shang-Chi and them getting uh, Aquafina's character as well. She just like grabs onto Shang-Chi and they just end up having to kidnap and take both of them. Otherwise, the universe is destroyed in an incursion and they won't get out, let alone the person they're supposed to get out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I had one. I had another one. I, Tom Holland's Spider-Man was one. Mm-hmm. I think you'd just be like so shocked by what's going on and not know what to do. Um, but yep, I can't think who it was now. But I do like that idea. And it doesn't have to be, it's more maybe just a one time shot where they, you know, it doesn't have to be at the end of every show or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. It would be, I think like maybe two, maybe yeah. three times, like once on a Disney Plus show and twice on uh, movies. Yeah. Just yep. so that like it, it's in people's heads and that oh yeah this is a continuation and that everything is a little bit more intertwined mm-hmm. not that like i don't need everything to be intertwined and in fact i don't want everything to be intertwined but to be able to look and say like, okay here's a little bit more of that uh phase two type buildup that we saw a little bit in phase two mm-hmm. but maybe make it just a, like that touch more obvious what if you grab sam wilson mm. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. I think that could work. Mm-hmm. Strange. Well, Strange is, uh, strange is already. Yeah. I think Strange is, is already going to end up there yeah, some other way. There's a lot of rumor and speculation about his character as well, which I would want to say spoilers now, mm-hmm. just in case it's true. Let's talk about it. I mean, I did literally say skip over this section. I would, haven't gone past our four minutes yet. Um, so if you're back in, skip again, listener. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, skip some more. Um, they're talking about Doctor Strange going off to the, with, and kind of becoming a part of the Black Priests, mm-hmm. right? And that's where he'll eventually show up again. And that he is also kind of the main problem. I think we've talked about that, haven't we? He's like the main cause what? of a lot of this. Like, yeah, not necessarily, figure. not always are strange, but Doctor Strange's in general across yeah. the multiverse right. are the big problem. Which so, go ahead. I'm fine with that. It's a little bit uh, uh, Tony Stark of him. Yeah, yeah. I so I think he goes off with um. I just want to say Gaia, but yeah, Clea. And um, they're. I'm trying to think of what some of the rumor was. They're going to try and stop the incursion. He ends up somewhere down the line becoming part of the Black Priests. Who then in that in the original comic they are. Let's see what are they doing again? Are they the ones that? Are going around and ki- and like killing worlds? Basically, yeah, uh, they're working with um, Doom, aren't they? Is it Doom or are they are, are they, they doing it on their own? The Cabal. Cabal. Yeah, I forget exactly I how, how they that... play in. Then, yeah, yeah, I don't remember who's on whose side and like if it was Doom's side or if the Black Priest are doing. It. I don't know. Now I'm gonna have to read or rewatch all that. But either way, uh, Doctor Strange might be the cause and then mm-hmm. potential solution to a fair number of the problem you're now allowed back yeah. well 
if you left and uh, <laughs> honestly everything everything we said is still very much in rumor stage at this point because i don't think some of those scripts are even fully written yet um right but let's move on to the main topic for today which is uh, last week we talked about disney plus shows that we wanted a second season of and then ones that we didn't want a second season of since we don't want a second season of some shows and who knows how many will get second seasons uh today's topic is what characters or events um or story ideas would we want to see a show around and i came up with four because i decided to overachieve and i couldn't decide between my last two um that's right i got four due four as well so perfect one actually might have came true based on the uh on the news so we'll see yeah all right well why don't you start us off then greg okay um i think they should do a disney plus show um on namor I think mm, mm-hmm. and some more of him would be great. I don't know what's happening with him legally, the character or the, uh, the actor, but um, I think yeah. that, I think that um, the character, I think it, you could do a show on, I think you could do a show on, I guess it'd be incredibly expensive if it was going to be underwater stuff. It doesn't have to be right. But um, exploring that character a little bit more, kind of getting a hint of his, uh, not evilness so much, but like selfishness selfish so yeah but i mean he's really just trying to do something for the earth right he's just trying to preserve his people and where they live so like a threat of that kind again be super expensive to film but um i i just like the fact that he just tiptoes into that like do not mess with me do not mess with my people or my or my home and if you do i'm like he'll just he will do what it takes like he's Mm -hmm. right um, I find that really interesting about that character. Yet his intentions are very well good. He is thinking about his people, the Telokan, but it's very much at the expense of anyone and everyone else. Yes, but I think it's because he just sees everybody. He, he does see everybody else as people that are just going to screw things up, and he doesn't want to be a part of that. And he doesn't want to. He doesn't want Telokan to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And so just leave him he's like just leave me the f alone right just like just yep. don't bug me and my people um i don't know i, I think there, there's a good story in there somewhere at least for a <laughs> six-parter yeah well and fairly often there's some of the stories are about uh somebody trying to usurp his power to like a another person another one from telecon trying to replace him on the throne and I could see that being an interesting storyline yeah. too, because that. yeah, hinted, right? Yeah, because then you have it's about like it's setting him up as a little bit more of the good guy, because the other person would want to be like, yeah, let's. I want to get on the throne so that I can attack whomever. To we're so powerful, let's use our power and not have to stay hidden away, right? Which. Namor knows, well, the second we're revealed, it's kind of all over mm-hmm. for us. Everybody's going to try and find us. Everybody's going to not to know how we are, how we are, and our life will just be ruined. So, yeah, yeah I like the idea of a Namor uh, show. I think it, it stays true to that character that they and how they've written, 
uh, how they have him written in mm-hmm. Wakanda Forever. Um, and I feel like that, yeah, his kind of right-hand man would definitely be the antagonist probably in that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. That was my first one. That's, yeah. what do you got? Uh, so my first one, I'm going to go with the one that I, I think is the least likely to happen. Um, but this would be to do some show around the ultimate universe mainly because um in secret invasion character uh like the maker uh evil reed richards Mm -hmm. is very key important to that storyline um there's plenty of ways that you can adjust it around him but it'd be interesting to see just different versions of that or of uh some characters and swapping alignments uh good to evil of some of the characters or vice versa and it's also a way to then introduce if you've set up the ultimates universe or ultimate universe then you can be like and secret wars now we have a tag along miles morales i and i think and i'm reading more on this right now Mm -hmm. so i i i like that idea because i I think that's a good, maybe that's more of a direction they'll go after all Secret Wars. Maybe they'll do more maybe. into that. But um, either way, I think it's a, the comic itself and the group that's involved in it. There's a lot of really interesting stories mm-hmm. in there. So, yeah. But the three Richards would be a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, I, yeah. I just think it'd be interesting to be like, set up just flat out. This is a different universe that this show is set in. We're going to introduce some characters. You won't see them again until Secret Wars. Yeah, I'm for it. I like it. All right. What's your next one? Next one. Let's see. I'm going to go with, um, I'll, get, I'll, I'll do the one I mentioned that uh, it could happen. Mm-hmm. So I really kind of wanted something about Umbaku mm-hmm. just because I, I find that actor good. And I think that's, oh, yeah. the character is interesting too. And I, I don't have an idea what where they could, where the story would be at with him. Um, but I, I just, maybe maybe Shuri has left and Mbaku is kind of the one that's in charge and it's his job to something you know there, there's a, a small threat that comes towards Wakanda mm-hmm. that he's got to work um in his you know and lead the people I don't yeah know. well and you could even have kind of the divided allegiances like yeah. Shuri isn't around and the threat is both to Wakanda but also then to uh Mbaku's tribe and he has to figure out how to balance that and get them to work together. Because, I mean, they seem like Wakanda and his tribe. I'm blanking on his, uh, the Mbari. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, work together when need be, mainly for a battle. But what if there's some reasoning for a split, more mm-hmm. of a split again, or a, a situation where wakandans didn't support the ambari in a time um as much as uh the ambari have supported the wakandans and so there's just some feelings of resentment there and trying to balance that out right it's almost like a political thriller but in a barbaric sense yeah i don't know yeah it'd be a so, weird one it would uh, be a weird one that'd be a yeah tough one to write but yes i want more mbaku as well all right you're number uh, two yeah, my next one is a Kree Scroll War. Fill in some details. Um, do I think that the peace negotiations 
that are talked about the end of Secret Invasion are actually going to go like they're supposed to? Probably not. Are we going to find out about that in the Marvels? Hopefully. If that does happen, then do a continuation of what's going on with the Skrull and Kree in space, as well as introduce Hulkling, the Kree-Skrull hybrid, and uh, let let him kind of be that that MacGuffin that both sides are trying to control that eventually leads to the peace, or at least a um, unstable uh, ceasefire. And so this would be a now thing, not so much a Kree scroll, scroll war from past. Yeah, the, currently what they're trying to negotiate, like mm-hmm. around negotiations, stuff like that. Fearing, yeah, negotiations going forward. I do think it'd be a chance to fill in, like, let's see Skrullos, let's see the Skrull homeworld, let's learn more about the events that kick this off and the things that will probably paint the Kree in a really bad light, but also then paint the scroll in probably a less ideal light as well, which is why you can then have Hulkling who brings both sides together versus it being like, well, the scroll were right all along and have just been mistreated. So he's basically with the scroll and the Kree have to come the whole way over to the scroll side of things or to that agreement to be able to broker any sort of peace. Hmm. Another political thriller. Yeah. Yeah. This one probably would be more uh, political thriller. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, though. I like that. Um, give a little context to more about those two um, races. Yeah. Alien say, races. Yeah. Alien races, right? I was trying yeah. to think the right term for that. Species. I don't need <laughs> aliens. Um, we'll just go with aliens. There we go. Um, Feels like one of those things that's big and needs like a needs more than just a two two and a half hour movie but also isn't so big that it needs a whole phase yeah so how many episodes do you think you'd want to see for that like it seems very political so so i'm thinking how much attention you're going to keep unless there's some pretty good action in that yeah but well i think you would have some pretty good action with hulkling kind of uh on the run um both sides trying to hunt him down um the Kree maybe to kill him, the Skrull to capture him for some reason. Uh, and eventually he ends up at like the uh, sword saber station. And uh, I mean, then you can get him to Earth where he can meet Wiccan. Yeah, there you go. So it's, yeah, I feel like probably six episodes, but actually go for hour long episodes. It's kind of like a fugitive thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fugitive thing, a little bit of. Uh, I don't know, Battlestar Galactica feel to it, like always on the run. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm liking that more. Yeah. All right. So your next one. Um, I'm going to go, I'd like um, somebody I don't think needs a full movie because I feel like it's kind of a, it's, it's something we've seen before, or it would just be another origin story that uh, you can really kind of just, you don't need a, a, a movie to do necessarily. Um, but I'm thinking the Blue Marvel. Mm-hmm. So I think I've said it before. I, I'm interested in this character. I want to see more of, of the blue marble, but I think you can get away with it 
and about a seven to nine episode run. Mm-hmm. Um, give them some, give the short backstory, and then kind of lead them up more into uh, maybe some present time. Um, again, maybe one of those characters that you don't have to necessarily because he's in the Ultimates, so just one you could hint at now, set him up mm-hmm. a little bit, and then have him pop up in the next phases, uh, like after the Secret War phase. Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be interesting um because isn't the like one of the storylines is he's basically pulled out of retirement to deal with a threat yeah of some sort from his past yeah his main threat who is um there's somebody out there listening that's like it's blah and i'm Mm -hmm. and i can't hear that person yes (laughs) um but basically it's somebody from his past which would allow you to weave in his history really well to the uh story because you'd be able to weave in the history of those two characters facing off against each other plus that that character uh trying to basically be like well you were treated really lousily as a hero why are you sticking around why are you still being a hero for people that don't care that much about you and just want to use you right yeah um i think of anti-man anti-man okay still doesn't sound right but (laughs) um either way fairly big fairly big set of powers on each side so yeah yeah anti-man yeah, right okay yep so I, I think it'd be a good i don't want to see them necessarily like go head to head but i think it'd be cool to see their backstory together and then kind of up to the point where they start where um it, it just sets up their rivalry probably so because mm. i think blue marble's got powers and in the in the original comic he gains his powers and then i came at anti-man is, is soon after that i think mm-hmm. so um i don't know I, I read it a while ago so i'm a little foggy on the details well prepared for this podcast sorry guys <laughs> um so that that'd be that was another one yeah. of mine i think it could just be a good seven to nine episodes and you can knock it out and set it up for- yeah well i'm even thinking it could be a good seven to nine episodes and just a really good self-contained story too if they didn't want to or if they didn't necessarily have plans for blue marvel majorly or they wanted to just do the whole blue marvel anti-man story you could do that and then now that you've completed that story now blue marvel is free to do other things yeah anti-man's pretty powerful so mm-hmm. i think it, but again where do you i don't know if you'd use him again anti-man yep. is like as a you know yeah a large big bad somewhere i think containing it in the story isn't such a bad idea either yeah all right so my next one i think go out of order and put my number two as my number one um because i can uh my next one is annihilation this is one where i keep on being like i could be i'd like to see it on the big screen but Maybe this is a situation where it's hinted at in some movies and then you have like two seasons of Annihilation, kind of have the lead into Annihilus and the Annihilation Wave and just the devastation that it causes uh, in the galaxy. And then a second season of the ragtag heroes coming together to beat Annihilus. It's just... It's, again, one of those kind of like the uh, pre-scroll war or even the ultimate universe where I'm just, I don't think you can do a full phase on it. Mm -hmm. It's something that probably works best as six to eight episodes 
put a bunch of money into it. You have some really big, epic space scenes, space battles. You would have to get in a number of characters, but it's also a chance to introduce potentially a few characters. So like uh, Nova, Mm. stuff like that. Um, Or some of the other... Silver Surfer? Yeah, Silver Surfer or other Heralds of Galactus as well. Um, Some other Celestials, potentially, even. And so just a number of different options. Uh, I would say Gamora, but I don't think Gamora's coming back. But some Ravengers or someone to take that Gamora role from the comics. Someone to take that Drax role from the comics. But Yeah. yeah, just some... A number of number of different characters that you could play around with who are important to the uh, storyline that's going on. I'd even like to have like two seasons, six episodes <laughs> a season. Yeah, stretch it out, give them a little bit of a break in there. To I don't know, but yeah, know, it would be something that some money would have to go into for sure. Oh yeah, yeah, I kind of like the two seasons too, and then like a mention in whatever galactic movie happens between those two seasons. Yeah, of like. Oh, so and so was destroyed. Uh, the kiln, or yeah, wherever it was just like wiped out. Or Carol Danvers being like, "Yeah, this quadrant of the galaxy or the universe has gone radio silent." But she's being called away, pulled to, in another direction, which is why she hasn't had a chance to investigate yet, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd right. be really cool. So your last one. I'm assuming you saved your best for last. I think I did. Um, Squirrel Girl. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Great Lakes Great Lakes Adventures. Oh, you did figure it out. God. <laughs> Shoot. Um, I actually went with Isaiah Bradley. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm still fascinated by that story. Yep. And I think there's I think there's a lot in there that it could be a really good... I don't need much, like a six-parter, or like a six-episode, yeah. right? Yep. But... I think exploring that um, would be really cool. Um, like, I feel like it'd be a flashback situation. You get the flashbacks and, and then you come forward to a time that, of now. Um, mm-hmm. He's trying to maybe stay kind of undercover a little bit, doesn't want, you know, kind of wants to stay low, but it's, there's a risk of his identity coming back out again. And he doesn't want people to know that. So um, that is the current present issue. And you're getting a taste of what happened uh, in his earlier you know, be when he was getting tortured, basically, by mm-hmm. the government and all that. What um, about, uh, I had this popped into my head. What about this is uh, flashbacks, but also him coming to peace with the idea that um, Eli Bradley is going to be Patriot. There you go. Yeah. And so yeah. it's it's like him struggling with that, him trying to convince Eli, like, no, this isn't a good thing because of what has happened to him previously and balancing that out. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's almost even better. You can still work in the, um, flashbacks, flashbacks, and maybe some of the, uh, of his identity being discovered again, because he's been hanging low, right? He's been staying out of, of any limelight or anything like that. Um, people think he's dead pretty much. Mm -hmm. So, um, get a little bit more of that, that love story that was hinted at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to think. It kind of sounds a little bit like Punisher's Flash. I don't know. But I, I do like that idea. Um, mm-hmm. That way you can introduce and, and bring kind of Patriot, um, not from out of the blue, but actually have him come out of a story a little bit more. Yeah. And it gives Isaiah Bradley a chance to reconcile with that conflict about allowing his um, nephew? Yeah. Son. Nephew. Nephew. 
yeah um grandnephew uh, i forget what it is but yeah either way yeah yeah so that's a good it's a good addition yeah i i would love that i wonder how much uh additional backstory we're going to be getting in um captain america new world order yeah uh i i don't think it'd be enough i don't think there's enough time in there to do that so but i would like to see um captain in there too and when Mm -hmm. i say captain i'm still talking about well, I am talking about Sam Wilson. Yep. So um he's Captain America now. Yeah, exactly. Um I just yeah. I thought their conversation was really good that they had it. Uh, mm-hmm. so explore that more, explore his story more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I probably said it after the events of the Thunderbolts when Sam Wilson has had his heroic moment. And now um yeah, that would really set up Eli Bradley to want to be the Patriot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So my last one, and this is the one that I, I've talked about it before with movies, but I'm now I'm also thinking like, okay, it would work across Disney Plus as well. Introduce mutants um, and do a number of different mutant shows, uh, small little team ups, maybe like two mutants working together, Rogue and uh, Gambit, for example, or yeah, whoever it might be. Beast uh, morph. Yeah. Uh, That'd be expensive. Wolverine, Sabretooth, uh, Project X or Weapon X, and set up these characters. Give us depth of uh, character development and information about these characters on very like small stories. So nothing that's going to level a city, nothing that's a galactic threat. Nothing that a group of superheroes would come and join in to help out with, but something on the smaller scale that gets us to know and understand the personality and the plight of the mutants. And then once you've introduced a handful of your starting X-Men, you do an X-Men movie and you bring those characters that we've already been introduced to into the x-men because i don't think i think they will hop straight to a hey we have an x-men team versus like here's some random one-off mutant movies just because the x-men when they come back is going to make a ton of money but to have disney plus shows building up to that and i even wonder if doing it as a disney plus show without it being x-men would allow them to potentially not have to pay certain executive producers from uh, 20th Century Fox and be able to start producing stuff sooner, basically. Yeah, I I feel like that would definitely help out giving those characters justice because a lot of them deserve to have meaning to mm-hmm. for people, right? I think it, it's just a lot of story that's involved with those. And so I think that's a good way to do it um, rather than just like, oh, and this is so-and-so, they can do this. Yeah. And you get two senses of their background, right? Uh, I don't know. So, um, I mean, Storm's got a lot. I think Storm would be super good. Yeah. Um, kind of even uh, Nightcrawler seems interesting. I love Nightcrawler, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Nightcrawler, so, Mystique. Yeah, I love Mystique. Yeah. Since yeah, you just pair those two together. Yeah, um, I love I love the Rogue and Gambit thing too. I just mm-hmm. I love the idea of Rogue. That's such a hard. It's a difficult ability to have. I mm-hmm. think, and so. Yep. That's yeah, that's a good idea. I like it. Yeah, 
I don't think it will happen. I think that oh, no, X-Men are way too big. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be so good. Or, I mean, even if you're not doing it for your your Storm, your Cyclops, your Wolverine, Jean Grey, Beast, probably the five that you want to start out with. Maybe you start out with those as X-Men. And then after you have your X-Men movie, when you want to bring it in more mutants, you start to introduce lesser known mutants more rogue and gambit are well known but i'm always gonna pitch for more stuff jubilee Jubilee. oh jinx (laughs) um it's gonna be really awkward if i can't speak yeah (laughs) i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let the silence rule man um what do you think about the idea of since the expense of that is a little bit hard i would assume for disney to to take on or to want to take on for some of them for some of them sure um adopting like the animation first like do it in animation and let it roll into could you could you would you be comfortable with that transition like saying hey we're gonna do these characters and give you their like kind of their story in in the fashion you described but it's going to be animation instead and then when X-Men is available, you have that stuff. You have those characters developed. And I don't know if it's any cheaper, honestly, to do it in animation. I mean, but yes. If the voice acting, if you're going to have, if you're going to cast, yeah. right, the, yep. the actor or act any actor, then you probably need their voice to be in the animation if you're trying to have it roll into mm-hmm. MCU. Well, right now, I guess they what did. does what... it, though, right? Yeah, you were about to say it, I bet. What yeah. If? What if it... Because I was thinking about like X-Men 97. I'm like, well, that's still, I'm sure they're going to ramp up X-Men 97 a little bit in intensity because it's really being made for the people who watched the show when it originally came out, not people, not kids who are starting to watch it now. So would they be able to do like a more adult, like young adult level of intensity focused uh, animated show? Right. They've done it with What If, I think, fairly well. But I don't know. I think it'd be hard to transition a number of characters over. Like, I think the one-off, two-off, or What If works. Just because, I mean, it's thus far it's been in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which is wild in and of itself. Right. So, yeah, I I would much prefer to, it to be live action. But I do think you bring up a good point. There are just some... There are some heroes or X-Men that would be harder to do. And mm-hmm. so you need to pick the ones whose powers are maybe a little bit more. They're not as flashy and tell their stories. Because really with like a Rogue and Gambit, yeah, Gambit empowers playing cards and can blow some stuff up. But Explosion, like a CGI, that. that's been around for years. So yeah, I should say it's not that complicated, but it it's... It's something that places know how to do. Yeah. And rogues' powers are draining the life out of people. Yeah. That's just makeup. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to think of some other characters, but. Yeah. Like Storm would be a bit iffy just because if you're having her use her powers enough times and manipulating weather, but then again, or like pulling in different types of weather, but they do that fairly regularly on like different weather on Loki. There were yeah. multiple times where that changed. So I don't think, I think a lot of them would be fairly easy to do. Like Jean Grey might be a little bit harder just with whatever power set she has or Morph. Would be Morph. Tough. Yeah. 
morph um beast just because oh yeah make yeah the amount of i was gonna say makeup but let's they won't do makeup he would be digital and that would be a lot of work yeah because you don't want it to look like the original sonic that'd be bad yeah <laughs> yeah they just like go and be like can we just uh pay for your your sonic uh your, your original sonic and we're just gonna tweak the face so it looks more human <laughs> so the teeth work yeah um yeah. yeah there's it was just kind of an idea like mm-hmm. i wonder i wonder how comfortable people would be with that that transition from animation over and i agree i think some people would see it kind of as a kind of a cop out like well yeah, obviously you don't want to spend the money on this, but develop the characters. So they, it just doesn't feel comfortable for them. And I, mm-hmm. it doesn't really, I would want to see the live action as well. Yeah. So I think it, there's, yeah, there's a lot of people that just animation period, they don't watch it. Yeah. So it doesn't yeah. matter if it's Cartoon Network, um, Adult Swim, or Comedy Central, or Fox Animation Domination. They just don't watch animation. So I do think that that would limit the audience. Yeah. But there we have it. There we have eight, well, eight large ideas of Disney Plus shows that we'd like to see. Uh, Let us know your thoughts. Uh, Which one out of these eight would you be most interested in seeing? Uh, Or what are some that you think oh man i would love to see that as a disney plus show versus a movie or versus being a whole phase you can do that over on facebook you can leave a comment at facebook.com slash 10 min marvel or you can tweet it to me over on x um at the scando or with hashtag 10 min marvel but with that uh thank you so much for listening Give a few ways you could help support the podcast at the beginning, but we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash nerdologist. The funds there go to help improve the quality of this podcast, as well as the Maltz and Meeple's YouTube channel and nerdologist.com website. With that, see you next time. Take care, everybody.